Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sonny. I am your returning co-host. I am here with my co-host, Giant Skyhawk. Oh, you left me by my lonesome. And now I, you're you back. Know, I, I <laughs> sure did. I, both of those things are true. You know, I, I gotta say, I enjoy doing the podcast. I really do. But taking like two weeks off was really kind of sick. <laughs> and now you have to learn what a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards do. Holy Fun. moly, I am so <laughs> out of it. Uh, it's insane. I literally spent just basically the last month just doing other stuff, right? I was traveling for nationals and I was mm-hmm. hanging out with people. And then I'm like, I get back and it's like, okay, well now I'm sick, you know? And it's like, I, once I got over being sick, I, uh, I immediately went on a, went on a cruise for a week and all the traveling with the cruise. And then it's like, okay, well I got to get, when I get home, I got to get back in the workflow of actually, you know, getting back to my real job and then back to this. And it's like, oh, everything happening. It's so much. I need a nap. Well, you can have a dirt nap after we read some Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and we thank our sponsors. Absolutely, I don't want to let you get. I don't want to let you get too used to that. I say, I'm gonna hold on to my job here for a little while. <laughs> Seriously, though, before I do get into thanking all the sponsors, I do personally want to thank you, Skyhawk, on the air. Um, I I haven't had two weeks off in the podcast in since we started it two and a half years ago. And sometimes it is nice to get a little bit of time off to kind of deep decompress and unwind because burnout is a real thing and you got to be very careful with it. So seriously, thank you so much. I really do appreciate you like just just taking over and dominating this thing for like two weeks while it's gone. I'm and here to keep it alive I'm, so we can eventually thrive. Yeah. <laughs> I got the well, it is. It is wonderful to be back. I do. Uh, I am enjoying this, and I am ready to go ahead and thank today's sponsors. So, a huge thank you to, of course, all of our wonderful sponsors. Uh, of course, I want to shout out Steel Fox Games as well as ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. Uh, Steel Fox is our local, is my, well, my local is in Shreveport, and ETB is my local in Alexandria. Uh, now, at ETB Games on MacArthur Drive in Alexandria, I will be hosting a case tournament there. It is the Top Cut Podcast case tournament. Uh, I am putting up the prizing and stuff like that. So be there if you are within a few hours drive of us on August 5th. Shop opens at 12. Sign up start as soon as the shop opens. 
and signups will end right before 2 p.m. because the tournament's going to start at 2 p.m. sharp. We'll do Swiss, and then it'll cut to top eight. It'll be a Duelist Nexus case tournament. The entry is $25 ahead. And please, if you are nearby, please come out. Please show up. Please show your support because I really need to recoup my money for this case. <laughs> so, please, seriously, please. Uh, Fair uh, enough. I'm really looking forward to it. I This is my first time and, hosting uh, a tournament, so I'm very excited. So. As, a, as, a, as a side note here. Uh, for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for the last two weeks, it is nice for somebody to be talking about the sponsors. Uh, who actually lives in the area the shops are from? Uh, I've been True. I've been putting a quick little disclaimer. <laughs> and we're like, these are shops in Louisiana, which I have never been to. But I've heard they're fantastic. And uh, Sonny can attest yeah. to how fantastic they both are. I can. I can attest to that. You should definitely come down and come check them out one day. So... With that said, of course, a huge thank you to all of our sponsors. Like I said, ETB Games and Steel Fox Games. And, of course, we want to thank Gem Accessories as well as, of course, we want to thank Dragon Shield. For, mm -hmm. uh, we have an affiliate link for Dragon Shield, and there's a discount code for Gem Accessories. So be sure to uh, check both of those out. If you're there's actually – you, let's see if you remembered. Oh, and also be sure to check out our affiliate link and discount code for one uh, no uh, tier tier zero no <laughs> uh, tier zero games tier 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 zero games tier zero games. Sorry, that was our, a month ago. Our that code was is a month uh, ago when that happened. Our our, uh, our 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 discount code is Top Cut Five, but you can also use the affiliate link in the description and uh, have that apply as well. Uh, yes, and you get 5% off of your order. We also get a 5% kickback, so it helps us out. It helps you out. And also, they are based in the UK, so shipping can be kind of expensive if you don't live in the UK, but they do free international shipping on all orders over $50. So if you go in and you pre-order a bunch of new cards or even just one Revolution Synchron, I don't know what the actual prices are on their website at the moment, <laughs> but they usually do a lot of pre-order stuff, so... Be sure to check them out with Duelist Nexus coming out. You're going to need lots of new cards to stay competitive in the format. Be sure to check them out. And that, I, uh, that'll that just uh, be in the description <laughs> all the time. I, I so. have bad news about that description. Uh, you'll be purchasing singles because Duelist Nexus will be officially released uh, by the time that this episode comes out. Uh, it's available Never in mind. OTS stores so now, but singles, I, believe the, I believe the set legal date is this Friday when this episode goes out. I don't even know that because I'm so out of it. I, so, <laughs> I also cannot name five cards in the set. So <laughs> I got some it's, work to yeah. do. All right. Yeah, I, I can name... I can name two cards and a bunch of, like, there's stuff for these decks. That's it. Anyway, okay. we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. uh, also, uh, TTG player affiliate link if you want to do that. So, yeah. That said, let's oh, get into today's wait, episode because this wait, intro is there, six there's, and a half minutes. There's, two, there's, 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 one, there's one group of people you forgot to thank. Yeah, but we thank them at the end. Anyway, a huge thank you to all of our Patreons for their continued support of the podcast. If you okay. want to become a Patreon, you can, of course, check out our Patreon link in the description down below for an extra episode every single week. I promise I'm going to have this intro cut down back down to like two minutes by the time we, by the time I get back into the flow. Oh, and also be sure to check out our Teespring store. Okay, I'm going to stop plugging stuff. All right. Okay, uh, we made it. If we right, missed anybody, so, you're plugged in the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Anyway. Okay. All right. So. A huge, a huge, 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 exciting intro to uh, the newest set, which is not Dune. I baited you. It's actually not Duelist Nexus. It's Battles of Legend Chapter 1. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, 
Duelist Nexus is is actually the newest set. This this uh, Battle of the Legend Chapter One doesn't actually come out until the twenty second of February twenty twenty four. So this isn't going to be that's out a for... really long ways away. First off, second off, um, it is this is the newest set announcement, not the newest set. So. Yes, you got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Battles of Legend Chapter One. It's kind of a weird set. So I'll just give you a quick overview of the description. Uh, Battles sure. of Legend Chapter 1 brings you an encore performance for many of the most popular cards from Light's Revenge, Relentless Revenge, Hero's Revenge, and Battles of Legend Armageddon, plus related cards from other past releases. Um, highlights of this massive set include the return of long-awaited monsters like Number 90, Galaxy Eyes Photon Lord, which is a desperately needed reprint that is now not happening until February, so take of that what you will. Well, and- yes, it is a massive necessary reprint. Um, it's also not really that used, so... Yep, so prices for the regular card have already gone down a lot, so even just the announcement is nice. And uh, Chaos Emperor, the Dragon of Armageddon, also badly needed a reprint. Uh, good to hear. That one really needed it, yeah. Yeah. Here's a weird announcement. Another crack at the unearthly alien language version of number 39 Utopia. We don't have any That's details insane. about this. Yeah, we have no details about this. My guess is it's in a different rarity. Um, it'll either be in secret or uh, or ultra in different like color names. So um, I I my my guess is um that it's it's not there's like a starlight thing it's just a way to get the card in that language uh the astral mm-hmm. language but it's also kind of crazy <laughs> like, yeah, i'm all for it but it's it's wild that they're doing stuff like this like we got the rarity collection it, it's, announcement it's we got insane. this like i'm so i'm happy about it there's a couple of cards here they say it's a big massive set okay there's some cards in here that are not reprints that I think could really kind of need a reprint, but in like a sneaky way. So mm-hmm. I hit Battles of Legend Lights Revenge. First thing that I see is White or a Whale. Yep. It's like a, just been a $10 card forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the uh, Giant Rexes here. Giant Rex did a get a reprint. It, it, no, it's got it's got two reprints now, but it's still I think like a three dollar card. Right? To be fair, if they give us, uh, it, there is a secret slot, secret rare giant rex would be kind of nice. Well, they are, that already exists, but fair enough. All right, um, that's as a misprint. <laughs> still exists. Uh, in the uh, relentless revenge, I think is what it's called. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've got things like Hexatrude and the. That like archetype with the golden castle of Stromberg stuff, that that stuff is actually not is I don't think I think some of them have like a bit of a price tag to them like the hex true day specifically maybe. Yeah. Yeah. The, there are cards like like we said, Galaxy Eyes Photon Lord has quite a little price tag on him too. Mm-hmm. But I. Wow, I'm looking it's, through it's, this list, and there is just—it's looking. It's like the legendary collection ones, right? And this one is—it's like the other sets that come with dice, where it's like I don't think this is really marketed to TCG players. It seems like it's more of like a, hey, you can get some cards and some dice. Um, I, now there are—I um, will say—there's uh, three, so there's six possible dice, 
and the dice lots that they've vision, listed as lot, being a thing. Lots of vision heroes that need reprints. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, uh, Ferris and uh, Increase could be in here as well, which would be nice. Those have a few reprints, and, but more would be good. Yeah, yeah. Another Sarah reprint would be fine, I guess. Yeah. The other thing, so the collectible dice, we know three of them. Uh, Cyber Dragon, Judgment Dragon, and Stratos. That so. feels very much... Like, there's going to be a lot of Edison reprints in this set. Definitely possible. Um, something else interesting to note about this, if you know the legendary Duelist-like collection ones, uh, you know that there's the they do the red and the blue uh, ultra rares. I think the green as well. Um, the, the, purple. Uh, purple, yeah. Um, so, something that's strange... Something that's strange about the announcement for the uh, for, for the packs is six ultra rares in different name colors. They didn't specify the colors, so I, we're probably getting the same ones, but they could be different. So that's a thing. But I, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. We'll see what's in here and how it goes. So it's very notable. You know what this set does not contain? Mm-hmm. Quarter Century Seekers. That is true. This basically confirms that come the end of this year, the quarter century secret rare celebration for us is over. Mm. Versus uh, Japan, where it started in January so, and it's ending late at the end of this year. Uh, that is actually not the case. Um, you may have missed okay. this in the Duelist Nexus announcement. Uh, when they talked about uh, Bond, uh, I don't remember the name of the card. It's magicians the weird. Of U- magicians yeah, Magicians Bond of Unity. Uh, uh, Unity. Yeah. So. Um, th- when they made it's that in announcement, four sets. it's in four sets. So that confirms that we're getting quarter century secret rares all the way through those four sets. So we are, we will, our quarter century secret rare will end in, so we got, uh, age, age of overlord, uh, is the second set there. So we have two more core right. sets before the celebration is Which over for us. One of them, I think we already have. Yeah. We've got like announcements, but, uh. Not we that already much have to the go name. on. Yeah. We don't have we don't even have the one uh, after that. And so. we did just get a new announcement, like just now. Oh, like literally just now? Yeah. <laughs> so a countdown has appeared on Konami's episode a countdown has appeared on Konami's website celebrating the twenty fifth anniversary of the franchise. The countdown has a description explaining that it's the time left for the new information on the 25th anniversary celebration project. The date in question is August 6th, 1 p.m. Japanese time. In other words, during the second day of the World Championship, we're getting an enormous, enormous announcement. Which means... We got an announcement live on the... At 10 o'clock that night, we're getting a major announcement during Worlds. So, at 10 o'clock Saturday night on the 5th. In my time zone. Huh. Uh, I think it would be 11 o'clock your time zone because of, or 9 o'clock your time zone. Well, because tune you in. That way you in, cross uh, the international dateline. Japan is 14 hours ahead of us. At a tune tune in, in nine days and 23 hours, I guess. Uh, when have they ever done this? Uh, this has never happened. This They've is, never done this. This is fascinating. Okay. Well, we literally don't have any other information about what this could be. That is correct. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I guess anyway. we'll, we'll, we'll leave that question open. So that's uh, Battles of Legend Chapter 1. So I guess we, uh, from here, 
we're just going to go over some of the important cards that, that have been revealed since Sunny has been gone uh, that we haven't gotten the chance to talk about already. So sure. uh, we talked about this a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll pull up the first one and then you can do the second one. So this I want to do the first one. You want to do the first one? That's the... Uh, yeah, because I have... You're covering SP, I, right? Yeah. I... No. Actually, that's not what I was going to do. Oh, uh, we I was... I, I am very excited to announce the um, the first non-binary uh, monster here in Arius the Labyrinth Butler. This is <laughs> this is clearly like this is clearly like a, a very pro, you know, friendly with the community monster. It, it, clearly, I I, I, I I saw I, I will say I saw a lot of people on Twitter who were very very happy about uh, a Labyrinth Butler. Uh, and, uh, that's, that's about all I'll leave that at. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, like, this feels like, this feels like a good thing, right? Like, if that's, I, they're not, they'll never say that's what it is, but that feels like what it is, and if it is what it is, it's a good thing, right? Like. Sure. I think it's a W. I, I think, uh, I think the design is cool. That's. Agreed. <laughs> but the effect is, is more interesting if you want to give that a read. Oh, I, I never read the effect, sure. Um, level 6, Dark Fiend effect monster, 1500 attack, 2500 defense. You can only see first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. This is coming from Age of Overlord, obviously. Uh, so this means Labyrinth gets support in like six months, I guess. Cool. Uh, you can only use first and second effects once per turn. During the main phase, quick effect. You can send this card from your hand or field to the graveyard. From your hand, either special on one Labyrinth monster or set one normal trap. It can be activated this turn. Okay, cool. So you can just like... <laughs> Set whatever normal trap you have in your hand this turn and activate it. You can debear your opponent. Turn zero. Sick. <laughs> Two. When your opponent activates a card or effect in response to the activation of a labyrinth card or effect, except Arius the Labyrinth Butler, or of a normal trap card or effect, and this card is in your graveyard, you can special this card. Okay, cool. So, like, um, he, uh, they, it, uh, they summon themselves to the field if you respond to a trap or labyrinth card which uh, is already good and yeah. then it also can just let you activate a trap for free on your turn it's like oh i didn't have enough space for my five trap cards. oh it's not uh not just on no. your turn it, it says during the main phase i hate this card <laughs> so what's interesting is i i am actually unconvinced that this card is that great uh so you're going to need to hear the argument from me. Uh, it, it's it's it, the the effect is really strong, right? Like you read it on his face, and it's like oh, you can debarrier your, your opponent turn one. You can fire off an IDP. You can do any all sorts of stuff. Um, the the downside is that it's minus two, like on its face, right? You have to not only draw, you have to not only open this card uh, or draw this card, but you also have to. Um, if you if you're setting the normal trap, you have to go minus two in order to resolve that effect. Now, if it's something like D barrier, that's going to be worth it. But you have to hard draw this and D barrier. Um, I think the better I'm not effect convinced that you do. I think I think the better effect of this card is is that it can special summon uh, a labyrinth monster because that lets you pull out some advantage. It lets you do lots of setup. Uh, it's something like if you have like a big lady, you can special it and like pop a card. And then set up the rest of your your stuff. Uh, I feel like this card is very minus, but it also has some really strong interactions. So, I think uh, I don't think you need I don't think you need to open this and the trap. I think you need to open Ariana and a pot of prosperity. No, so if you're doing this turn zero, 
then you have to open this in the trap. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's like true. if you're going second, it's it's very minus to use. But oh, excuse <laughs> me. to that extent, so are the so are the furniture pieces in a lot of a lot of the time. But mm-hmm. they're so so strong that you run them anyway. Right? Yeah. They well, those cards generate advantage, right? Like they bring themselves back, and and the welcome lab normal trap cards also help generate advantage with the monsters and everything. So like, if you're using this to activate a welcome lab or a big welcome on your opponent's turn, you could definitely ball out, right? But I, I think the the f- kind of like the normal trap floodgate ish usage is kind of wonky. Like the card is good, I just don't think it's crazy. All I know is. I can. I'm already getting like war flashbacks of my opponents debarriering me and then setting the debarrier back after they mm-hmm. use it. And well, they can do that uh, anyway. <laughs> all I'm saying yeah. is, I'm just gonna spoil it. We have a patron name that's Bring Red Reboot Back to Three, and brother, I'm with you. <laughs> I stand with you. Bring Red Reboot Back to Three. It's time. Either that or let's ban D Barrier and uh, Erad and Featherstorm and. Limit big welcome and mm-hmm. maybe also welcome. Let's let's also limit all the all the Eldritch cards while we're here. Um, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of we're the red, speaking of the red part of reboot, uh, this next card has got red and blue on it for Pendulum Scales and for being a Link monster with red Link arrows. Uh, so here we've got Exceed the Pendulum, which seems to be. But you don't uh, mention the blue background of being a Link monster. I, Continue. I. I I literally said that. I no, literally said, 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 said. I literally said, said a link. Red of you. I literally said a link arrows. monster with red arrows. Yes, and because it's a link monster, it's implied that it has a blue background. I, but you, you gotta didn't go. say it. You didn't say you gotta, it. We have audio listeners that gotta, that like I have, would are you, not are you, have are you, inferred. Are you, are you? Hold on. Are you? Uh, no, no, no. We need to. We need to stay on this point for a second. Are you suggesting? That someone who listens to this podcast, who knows what a link monster is, would not know that is blue. I'll do you one better. I'm a co-host <laughs> of this podcast, and I know what a link monster is. And I didn't pick up that you were inferring the blue background. And uh, that's why uh, you've been away for a month. Uh, <laughs> here we've got uh, Exceed the Pendulum, a Link Three Light Spellcaster Effect Monster. I like Exceed as like it's more than Beyond. We're exceeding the Beyond. Uh, it's 2,000 attack. Its arrows are all three at the bottom, very similar to Selene. Uh, materials, two plus monsters, including a pendulum monster. You can only use the first and third effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if this card is Link Summoned, you can add a face-up pendulum monster from your extra deck to your hand. That's pretty good. Two. And you can Link Summon it because it's a Link monster, in case you hadn't caught that yet. Uh, uh, right, correct. Two, gains 100 attack for each pendulum monster card you control. And three, during the main phase, if you have two cards in your pendulum zone, quick effect, you can special summon one pendulum monster from your hand or graveyard in defense position with a level between the pendulum scales of the cards in your pendulum zone. I mean, it's another good pendulum combo extension tool. It seems okay. Anyway. (laughs) I don't know. the, the, The card... The card feels good, but is it that much better than Beyond the Pendulum or worse than Beyond oh, the yeah. Pendulum? Is it, or is it just another way to say we're not giving you Electromite? Because that's how it feels. Here's the other. Here's the other point too. It's like at 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 the, at the materials. Um, would you would you ever be making this over Celine? 
Like I'd say maybe in, in decks that aren't uh, spellcaster focused on the pendulums, but uh, I think I think this card is good that this card exists. There's definitely some very cool stuff you could do with it, uh, but it is a little bit wonky because you're already pendulum summoning if you're using beyond the pendulum's effect, and then you're like adding one back to hand a special. Uh, there's definitely some nonsense you can do with it, but I don't think it's like the thing that makes pendulum a deck again. I think the reasoning that you play this over Celine is because you play it, like you said, in decks like the, what is it, the, the Ig Ignis deck, whatever it's called, yeah, the Draco uh, Slayer. Draco Slayer, yeah. Yeah, the Draco, the new, the, with the new support, right? So. Yeah. Cool. Is there a world where you have a Draco Slayer Dragon Link? Is that a thing? Probably. Um, Odd, Eyes, uh, cool. Odd Eyes Revolution Dragon is, is the card that could probably bridge those gaps. Yeah, Odd Eyes Drag Odd Eyes Revolution Dragon Link. Yeah. <laughs> Calling up Mike Thomas as we speak. Uh I will message him. Don't think I won't. I believe. Anyway. Uh, uh listen, miss, me and him had me and me and Mike had great conversations at uh at Nats, okay? We 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 made friends. <laughs> <laughs> as as you do with uh, everyone. Yeah, I, uh, I, I am good at making friends. All right, sure. so the next thing we're going to do is we're going to switch into Top Gear with the next generation of the Tech Genus cards. So Yo. we have a bunch of new TG cards. Uh, specifically, we're going to start with TG Rocket Salamander, which is just a cool name. It's a mm -hmm. level one, oh, one for one target, fire, pyro, oh, bonfire, bonfire target, target, effect monster, <laughs> 600 attack, 600 defense. Oh, not a rekindling target. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, you contribute one TG monster. Special summon one TG monster with a different original name from your deck. Huh. So it just tags into whatever it wants. But for good measure, it can also tag anything into whatever it wants. Cool. Two. If you control a machine TG monster, you can target one level four or lower TG monster in your graveyard. Special summon in defense position, but its effects are negated. Wow, this <laughs> card just does everything. <laughs> that's uh, I, that's what I was telling you before. These cards are crazy. So, <laughs> for context, before we started, Skyhawk definitely did. He was like, I, "I'm just gonna let you know, the TG cards are are like actually really good. They're broken." I was like, "Yeah, sure. Like like retro support is always quote unquote broken, right?" Now this is this is insane. I would like to point out this is the first card. We're, we're not done. <laughs> And also, uh, important to note that because there's a level one fire pyro, uh, it's got synergy with like the new Diabell Star deck. Um, so uh, be ready for that. So the next, I would card... also like to point out that this card also um... yeah, I forgot. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get there. One for one target, Link Karibo. It's there. Um, AGOV. So this is a this is um, a retrain of TG Striker. It's TG Mighty Striker. It's a level two Earth Warrior Synchro Tuner effect monster. Eighteen hundred attack, zero defense. It's uh, a tuner and a non-tuner. You can only use the first and third effect each once per turn. One. If this card is synchro summoned, you can add a TG Spell Trap from your deck to your hand. Two. Once per opponent's main phase, you can, quick effect, immediately after this effect resolves, Synchro Summon using monsters you control as material, including this card. 3. If this card is sent from the monster zone to the graveyard, you can send one TG card from your deck to the graveyard. Those are all... So it's Formula Synchron, <laughs> but better. It's Formula Synchron that adds a spell trap and also is Foolish Burial. 
So do you run this and Formula Synchron in the deck? That way you have the option, I guess. I don't know how you have extra deck space. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. These cards. You got the next one? Next we have TG over Dragner. Level 5 Dark Dragon Synchro Effect Monster. 2100 attack, 1900 defense. Materials 1 tuner, 1 or more non-tuners. No, no. 1 tuner and 1 non-tuner. Mm -hmm. You can only use the first effect of this card's name once per turn. 1. If this card is synchro summoned, you can special summon any number of TG monsters from your graveyard and defense position. Also, you can special summon monsters for the strength except TG monsters. Yeah, and <laughs> if this card fails destroyed, draw one card. That's crazy. <laughs> it's very stupid. All right. This is crazy. These I'm cards are you, actually really good. I told you that they they have all the good effects on them. Uh, so so <laughs> I when me and Caleb used to read cards, we would read cards and just kind of be like Ah, yeah, this could be good. We spent a lot of time saying, this could be good. Do you know the last deck or the last archetype or their last support cards that I read that were just like generic or just like not generic cards? Like like you read a generic card and you're like, okay, this is obviously a broken. Like when we read Thrust, we're like, obviously this is broken. The last card that I remember reading where we got like a whole archetype full of cards that I said, this is really broken. This is immediately going to be good. The last one I remember reading and thinking that was Sprite. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking it's at this, I'm like, this is really good. Mm -hmm. There's a whole pool of like super fascinating stuff too. It, it kind of waiting in the wings. Like the deck has a lot of like pieces, but it's never really had anything to do. The Link monster is crazy, but it's just is never it? had a home. The, you'll have to, after we're done here, you'll have to go read the Link 3. That card is just ridiculous. Yeah, so uh, the Link monster is crazy. So for those who haven't read it, uh, Link 3, TG Trident Launcher. This came out in Savage Strike. Uh, has no reprints, so if you want to play the TG deck, you'll have to go scan him for it. Um, two effect monsters, including a TG Tuner. All three arrows pointing They're down. They're already $5, and it was a secret rare? What the heck? Yep, it's, it's whack. Um, if this card I is don't Link have this card. Yeah. That's sad. If this card is Link Summoned, you can special summon three TG monsters. One from your hand, one from your deck, and one from your graveyard. In defense position to your zones this card points to. Also, you cannot special summon monsters for the rest of this turn except for TGs. Notably, rest of this turn. <clears throat> That's on a lot of the cards, so you can do stuff before. Uh, you can only use this effective TG Trident Launcher once per turn. Your opponent cannot target TG monster, synchro monsters this card points to with card effects. Uh, it's just... It's, it's an absurd card. It's ridiculous. Um, and that kind of flows in with the next Synchro, which is TG Glaive Blaster. Uh, so this is a level 12 Earth Machine Synchro. Uh, <laughs> interesting typing that. Uh, 4,000 yeah. attack, 4,000 defense. Uh, one Tuner Synchro Monster plus two or more non-Tuner Synchro Monsters. So it's a heavy investment, Quasar-like. Uh, must be Synchro Summoned. Not not must first be synchro summoned. Must be synchro summoned. <laughs> <laughs> one, quick effect. You can target one monster special summon from the extra deck. Banish it. You can use this effect a number of times per turn, up to the number of non-tuner synchro monsters used as synchro material for this card. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh huh. Once per turn, if a monster of monsters becomes banished face up. You can target huh? one of them, special summon it to your field, ignoring its summoning conditions. 
<laughs> so this card says, oh, you summoned a monster from the extra deck? Banish it. Oh, also on a new chain? It's mine now. <laughs> That's insane. It's a weird, so it's a weird type of disruption, right? Because uh, it requires your opponent to have special summoned something from the extra deck. But, like, it's just, it's so stupid. I, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of really nasty stuff you can do with this. That is just... Wow. <laughs> think about this. Okay. Normal summon Moe, activate effect, reveal, summon token, summon Chi Shao. Chi 1, Moe 2, sure. Oh, yes. Okay, well, if your opponent has this guy on the board, now you... You're put in a terrible situation because you cannot use your Chi Shao. Because you can't use your Chi Shao to search. But, here's the thing. If you use your Chi Shao to try to negate this guy, this isn't once per turn, or even once per chain. Yep. <laughs> Not only that, uh, if, the, if, you, if, this is, uh, if the Link monster is pointing to this, you can't target it. Good. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You wanna you wanna get the spell card? <laughs> I wanna get all of these cards. Okay, TG Break Limiter, normal spell card. You can only use one of the first and second effect of this card's name once per turn, and only once that turn. One, discard one card. Add two TG monsters with the different names from your deck to your hand. Oh, you could just grab it too. <laughs> two, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target one TG monster in your graveyard, shuffle it into the deck, or if you control a machine TG monster, you can add it to your hand instead. Huh? Yeah. Now, notably, it's this is one effect per turn once that turn, so you can't do both in the same turn. But that's still an incredible recovery, right? Wow. Just wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you sign up mining. It's, it sucks. This card just gets to add two. Um, so the second one is a continuous spell card. We've got Tech Genus All Clear. You can only use the third effect once per turn. Um. So one TG all, TG monsters on the field all become machine monsters. So sure. that, that resolves most of the issues. Uh, two during your main phase, you can normal summon one TG monster in addition to your normal summoner set. You can only gain this effect once per turn, so it's also double summon. Two during your main phase, you can destroy one TG monster in your hand or field, and if you do, add one TG monster with a different name from your deck or graveyard to your hand. Wow. <laughs> I did like. Well, I don't like, know what, I don't what you want me to say about like, these cards. <laughs> it's it's almost like it's almost like when you use that last effect to destroy one TG monster in your hand or field and search one. It's almost like you could pop Mighty Striker up here, mm-hmm. and when it's sent from the monsters into the graveyard, you add a TG from your you send a TG from your deck to grave. Mm-hmm. So you can use this card to pop Mighty Striker, then search one, and then Mighty Striker on a new chain. To also bin one, mm-hmm. or you can hit over Dragner and search one, and then new chain draw one. Also, yep, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, there's there's one more card there. If you for want to good give measure, they got a counter trap. TG <laughs> close because they are about to close the door on this archetype. The, you know, you know when TG Striker got limited. On the 2012 ban list, 
people couldn't figure out why because the deck wasn't like that good. TG cards are going to get hit now. And people are like, yeah, obviously. Deck's too good. Makes sense now. All right. Uh, TG close. Counter trap card. You can only use one of the first and second effect of this card's hand once per turn, only once a turn. Oh, cool. It's, it's only one of them. Cool. Surely they won't both be broken anyway. One. When your opponent activates a spell trap card or monster effect and you control a machine TG monster, negate the activation and if you do, destroy that card. Well, it's almost like they have a card that makes them all machines. Uh, two. If a synchro monster or monsters becomes banished while this card is in your graveyard, you can set this card but banish it when it leaves the field. Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. Feels like the bare minimum that, <laughs> that you know, it can, the counter trap also resets itself. I mean, come on. So I will say, uh, shout outs to Amai on Twitter. Um, Amai is, is, is probably the, the number one Bruno stand out there. For those who don't know, Bruno is the character who played Tech Genius in 5Ds. Um, this is your time. These cards are just absurd. I like <laughs> these. They are legitimately insane. That's that's crazy that they would even allow these cards to be printed. But I guess it is modern Yu-Gi-Oh. So mm -hmm. still. On uh, on that note, we got some other cards. So I guess we'll uh, I'll st I'll do the Xyz and then we can do the link. Um, okay. So because uh, the link probably has more discussion to it. So first off, we've got Stellar Nemesis T-Fawn Doomsday Star. So this is kind of the next Zeus-ish card. Um, it's a level, it's a rank 12 Dark Fiend Dixies, 2900 attack, 2900 defense, just slightly weaker than Zeus. Um, materials are two level 12 monsters, and you can also exceed some in this card by using one monster you control with the highest attack during the turn or the next turn after. Your opponent special summoned two or more monsters from the extra deck. Uh, transfer its materials to this card. If summoned this way, you cannot normal or special summon other monsters for the rest of the turn. 1. Neither player can activate the effects of monsters with 3,000 or more attack while you control the 6 summon card. 2. Once per turn, you can detach one material from this card, return one monster to the hand. So, it's kind of hmm. like... It's a little bit weird. It's kind of a, you can normal summon something and then just like slap this down. If you do, you can't summon anything else, but it becomes skill drain for big monsters and you can bounce a card. So it's like, it locks you out of playing, but it also is an interesting tool for breaking boards. Like, uh, it punishes somebody for making a bunch of really big monsters. So... I don't know. It's an interesting tool. I don't know if it's crazy, but it's definitely something else that exists in the arsenal. Yeah, I, this card on the surface to me screams that it'll be like an extra deck staple for a while in the same vein as Zeus. But that said... You can't normal or special on other monsters for the rest of the turn. Yep. So. I think this is a lot more balanced than Zeus is, to be honest. It punishes... It is. And I think it's cool. Like, it punishes a very specific type of gameplay, which uh, they kind of want to discourage sometimes. Um, and it also... Like, it's like a tool to break boards, but you have to be playing something that, like, isn't going to be doing just the same thing afterwards. Like they're like it's it's like a red eyes fusion type thing, right? You cannot do anything else. 
So it's, uh, I think it's actually a really interesting tool. So here's the real question. Will it be Typhon or will it be Typhon? Ooh. TCG feels like they would do something like, uh, like, like Typhon or like T. I think it might be TY Fawn just because it's like double A dash Zeus, right? So they'll probably stick yeah, to the two letters dash. Yeah, but that's that's Typhon. Yeah, so they'll probably do Typhon. I mean, Zeus is named after Zeus, but Typhon is a monster, also from Greek mythology, right? Typhon. Yeah, so they'll probably do Typhon. Titan. T Y dash P H O N. So is that so? So again, is that Typhon or is that Typhon? Also, Typhon is a really funny play on the word hyphen, which it has in its name. So. Well, I guess we'll find out. TCG, it's up to you. Truly. All right. Next, we have a new card called SP Little Knight. Mm-hmm. Link to Dark Warrior Link Effect Monster. Hmm. Generic link to... Okay, a 1600 <laughs> attack. Materials le- or links left, right, and materials are two effect monsters. Huh. A generic link to warrior effect monster. Surely this will have Oof. no implications or ramifications at uh, all. A dark warrior, too. You can, <laughs> yeah, a dark warrior. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if this card is link summoned using a fusion, synchro, exceeds and or link monster as material. You can target one card on the field or in the graveyard. Banish it. Also, your opponent's monsters cannot attack directly this turn. I'm sorry. Also, your monsters cannot attack directly this turn. Okay. Sure. Mm -hmm. So if you summon it using an extra deck monster as material, you target one on the field or in the grave, banish it. Also, you're okay. Uh, Two, when your opponent activates a card or effect, quick effect, you can target two face-up monsters on the field, including at least one monster you control, banish both until the end phase. So that second effect has some interesting implications. Um, I know that earlier you had mentioned specifically, for example, let's say you use a Baron Negate, and then you go ahead and use this to banish Baron along with one of your opponent's monsters as an interruption. And then at the end of your turn, Baron comes back with its negate live again, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Because it's treated as a different copy of the card. Um, Correct. Yeah. this card oh, is... Also, it doesn't even need to be a different copy of the card. Baron mm-hmm. says once while face up on the field. Yep. Well, I mean, kind of. Yeah. It's a, it's a penguin. That, I mean, that, that's what it effect. says. Yeah. It says penguin. once while this card is face up on the field. That's what the Baron says. Pingu. Uh, if this <laughs> it's not a soft yeah. once per so, turn. No, no, no. no. Once... So the the reason so so the re- if you want the entomology here, it's uh, this card is why it refers to a different copy of the card. So when a well, card yes. says yeah, when a card says this card, um, it's referring to that specific copy. So when it's um, a good example of this is Mechaba versus Miscellaneousaurus where Mechaba says banish that card, and this card says this card, it refers to the copy of the card. Um, so 
it is a, it is it like once while face up on the field is true but it's because it's like this version this copy of the card like with uh, the macabre misc interaction uh i activate misc effect from hand macabre chains to negate uh the miscellaneous source is not banished because uh Mechaba attempts to uh banish the copy of the card that existed in the hand now that they're in different locations they're treated as different copies of the card uh anyway judge yeah right. but baron doesn't say this card uh, <laughs> Baron just says once while face up on the field. It doesn't say once while this card is face up on the field. Oh, I thought it said this card. Never mind. No. My my ramble was absolutely for nothing. That's why you were saying all that. And I was like, oh, no, wait, let me look up Baron because it doesn't say this card. I'm, I was pretty sure it didn't. Disregard. Uh, but anyway, th this card is insane. Uh, this card basically just power creeps unicorn. It's two disruptions instead of one. It doesn't cost a discard. Uh, easy to make this off of IP. Easy to end on this. Um, uh, like it's, it's decent removal going second. It restricts you from attacking directly, but if you're going to win the game anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, and it, not only is it a good going second tool, but it's a good going second tool where if you can't ODK, you can keep it on the board and it's a disruption. Uh, it brings itself back with arrows pointing side to side. So like, say you make it an extra monster zone with an IP. If you use the effect to banish it, you bring it back to the main monster zone and you now have those arrows to work with for pendulum sure. summons or for link summons. This card is just yep. absurd. Yep, 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 yep. This card is legitimately crazy. Uh-huh. All right. And so, then I guess that leaves us with, what, the 10 minutes to talk about either Duelist Nexus or the, the Jeff Jones Twitter thread? Uh, it's coming out, like... With the day of the episode, we better talk about Duelist Nexus. All right, let's do it. We can save we can save stockholders for another day. So true. Uh, for those who need some context, uh, Sunny, I mean, you said earlier in the episode you don't know anything about the set. Um, I don't. I well, I've read some of the cards now, so I can tell you some of the things in it. But mm -hmm. uh, without looking at any more of the cards, I knew exactly Crimson Dragon and Revolution Synchron are in the set. Uh, there's something Charmer related. There's some pearly stuff. There's some man. Some is it manadium or monadium? Uh, I I say it monadium because I think I like mana, right? Uh, mana, so I think yeah. mana, like mana monadium. But yeah, you could probably say it anyway. Um, uh, I've been saying manadium, but I think I'm gonna switch to monadium because it sounds cooler. So there's some monadium stuff and there's infernoble stuff, and that's what I know. Okay. Oh, and rescue ace, I think. Yes. Yeah, you are correct about that. Okay. Yep. So uh, if you want a great, excellent video to watch, uh, I'm going to plug it. As always, uh, the Curry Bandits, a.k.a. Jaxel MS, has an everything you need to know about Duelist Nexus video. Not only is it very funny, it's actually super informative. So if you need a primer and you're like, oh my god, I haven't played in a month, go watch that video. It'll catch you up to speed. Sounds um, like he just told me that directly. Okay, uh-huh. But I'm going to give it... <laughs> I'm telling that to everybody. Um, but the biggest... Um, so here are the important things. Uh, obviously, Revolution Synchron is very important. Uh, card is strong. Uh, it, it will see play in a lot of decks. Crimson Dragon is also a tool that a lot of decks might use to try to do High King Calamity Locks. Um, the, the main themes that you probably need to concern yourself with, um, the uh, Mythical Beast Illusion Monsters are in this deck. The, um, the, the Phantom Beast Retrains. Um, yep. The engine itself has a lot of potential going into the future. While it's not super strong now, uh, people have experimented with tier versions of the build and branded versions of the deck. Um, it's going to see experimentation, so be aware of it. Um, the Altergeist support is here, and uh, that deck is now playable. 
Um, they have a Indeed. lot more interesting uh, kind of link lines to go through. Um, the Infernoble Knight stuff is here. Um, Infernoble Knight uh, as a deck. I actually played against it at Sneak against my good friend uh, Jaffin Games. Shoutouts. Uh, he 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 had to relearn the combos after a long time. I think that match would have gone a little differently <laughs> if, if he'd had a little yeah. more time to study up. Uh, but um, it, it also doesn't help that I, I kaijued the link one, uh, game one going second. Uh, <laughs> Dolgoran for, for lethal. Uh, the link one, uh, you link it off with uh, the big synchro Charles guy, um, and uh, it's right. a spell and it's a spell trap negate with uh, that equips a whole bunch of equip spells to itself and makes it really difficult to out. Uh, and the uh, the field spell specifically is just broken beyond belief. Uh, it's not once per turn, it searches any of the Infernoble arms, and it also has an equip effect. Uh, just absolutely silly. Um, I think the, there's a couple other cards that I think are worth noting. The Unchained stuff is in here. Yes. Um, the Evolsar stuff. Yeah. I will say, uh, I've actually been learning Unchained. Uh, Shoutouts, Coder. Um, these cards are very good. This deck is definitely playable. It's it's going to hover around For that sure. like Vanquish Soul kind of rain but uh, right right these cards make the deck definitely worth playing uh as you said there is the new illusionist typing mm -hmm. also worth noting you have uh arahime the manifested makanko which is the new makanko ritual monster mm -hmm. as i said hita the fire channeler is here uh also how you have e pearly noir and yep. i think there's one more pearly card the in here, uh right? yep uh, the normal trap card. Um, it is called. Uh, it is called a thing. Uh, it, indeed. It's <laughs> there is there there is a there is a um, there is a normal trap. The archetype is also here. Those cards are not good. Pearly uh, Shirley. More importantly, Evolzar Lars is a generic uh, rank six hot red. But if you're playing dinosaurs or reptiles, uh, it's two hot reds. Pearly Sherly. Pearly Sherly. Yep, that's the card. A um, few other cool things. The first Snake Eye card, actually. Uh, when this was revealed, I didn't know there was an archetype, but uh, the Sinful Spoils of Subversion Snake Eye. I pulled two of these at Sneak. Very funny. Uh, the, the Rescue Ace stuff. Um, Dark Corridor, a new normal spell secret rare for Dark World. Uh, they'll probably play it at one, but it is a very powerful effect. Uh, and is. then there's they also, uh, I believe it's... Um, Duelist, I, I believe it's called Duelist Genesis or, or something like that, or Synchro something. Um, it's basically, it's Generation Force, so it's uh, a normal spell. Add any uh, card with Synchro in the name. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Wait. Oh. Generation Force is the name of the card? No, Generation Force is the name of the Xyz version of that card. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, uh, two more, two more meaningful cards. Uh, the level nine runic fusion. Uh, so that's slept near the runic main. Yeah. Uh, and probably the card that I think is, I think people aren't talking about this as much, but I think that, I actually think this is the card with the most impact in the set. Uh, is um, uh, Visas Amritara. Uh, mm -hmm. It searches anything that mentions Visas in it, so it's going to be a bridge for a lot of decks. It enables a lot of generic engines. Uh, it's it's basically a generic synchro. Uh, you have to use a light monster to make it, but that's about it. Uh, uh, so I think I think this card is going to have huge impact. Uh, there's a bunch of honestly, there's a bunch of like random one-off cards. There's a new monarch. Um, there's a newer Sarctic card. Uh, <laughs> like there's um, 
uh, fusion armament is like kind of uh, fusion deployment, but like from the graveyard. Uh, there's a valence uh, continuous trap card. Um, there's also your finished, yeah. uh, which is the trap continuous trap. It's like you activate ten effects, you flip this, and you shuffle everything. Like uh, yeah, there's for sure relevant things in here. Uh, for example, the Grenosaurus retrain that that's really important, and I'm glad that that's here. Um, the Cuckoo so commanded bad. to croon also here. Mm-hmm. That's big one. That's huge. Uh, click yeah. and echo. Click and echo is actually kind of crazy. That yeah, that um, that card has implications. Uh, that's a su- crazy common. Super heavy samurai security finally got the import. Shout us to uh, yep. shout us to going strong. So with that said. What do we think? We've got a couple of minutes here. We just have a, like a minute or two. What do we think the format looks like after these cards come out? Well, just give me your top three decks after this after this, for, after this set. So what's weird is I don't think stuff changes all that much. Uh, like I think Kashtira is still the best deck. Um, I, I think what happens from here is Pearly, this new tools, push it to Nat's format. It was probably like the third or fourth best deck. I think this pushes it, it to being second. Like, it was probably like the fifth best deck, and now yeah. it's like probably the third. I think, yeah, I think that's right. I think this probably pushes it to slot number three. I think Monadium goes from like a solid, like a low tier two, high tier three strategy to being like a high tier two, low tier one. Uh, and that's kind of it. Like, uh, oh, uh, Rescue Ace also uh, puts itself as a solid tier two strategy. Um, but. It's weird that, like, there's some, like, movement kind of in the lower ranges. Altergeist and Infernoble are playable decks now. Unchained is playable now. But not a lot changes at the top level. I think that Duelist Nexus has one really important thing happening that is getting almost no mention at all. Mm -hmm. But is actually one of the most relevant things to happen in a long time. I'm listening. Duelist Nexus is the first core booster set to be printed in Asian English since mm. Raging Battle. That actually is true. That is actually big. And uh, it's the first set ever printed in Simplified Chinese. I don't want to make a big, hugely big deal about this because I think there's lots of reasons this might be happening. There are some very specific markets uh, in Asia that uh, are being pushed out here. I think the Philippines is a big one where, where mm-hmm. Asian English is the language that makes the most sense to print the cards in. Um, sure. But there's some, there, there's a little mm-hmm. tiny part of my brain that says maybe we might be getting format unification sometime in the future. My thing is it doesn't make much sense if they're printing the cards in English for us to not be able to use OCG cards here once they're legal at yes. the very least. So, we can hope. That's just <laughs> All right. With that said, let's go ahead and thank all of our wonderful patrons for their support. So, a huge mm-hmm. thank you to Bring Red Reboot Back to 3. I told you it would be there. Kane mm-hmm. Martin Zypher is Big Stinky. Blue Eyes is Best Copium. Broken Board 13. Control decks do not exist anymore. False, although I wish it was true. Ding Dongs, Hostess of the Yang Zang. Actually, I take that back. I like the Runic Engine a lot. Oh, actually, uh, do you remember when Heavy Storm was legal? Pepper's Farm remembers that card could come back right now and be fine. Earth Machine best deck. Has anyone actually read Toy Vendor? HGH Cyber. I used to play Rogue with them. My mom got a job. Is Canada Nickelback? John Leo, Mountain Man, Omo Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pistol RX, Silver Hope. There's one rule and only one. Always read Misk. 
Understanding and reading are two different things. Virtually, Sabres World, Aaron Gardner, Alexander Chan, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Atsuya, Simp of the Silver Castle, Blackwing Silver in the Ascent is the best floodgate. Box wine, Co-Link D's nuts. Come on and get your game on duty, booty, dragon, maidenless behavior. I'm about to wreak a glamour cheer across these plant nuts in your mouth. Neshi, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Sakitama, Ari, Nikitama, Cam, Obama, Slaking it up. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. Again, if you want to get your name read off, go ahead and check out our Patreon. Everybody in the dollar and up tier gets their names read off. And everybody in the $5 and up tier gets an extra episode every week. And, you know, on up from there. Okay, so again, a huge thank you to all of you for your continued support of the podcast. It's glad to be back. Or it's, it's, I'm glad to be back. It's good to be back. Uh, and until next time, of course, thank you everyone and have a great weekend. We'll give you the Yu Gi Oh update in the next episode. True. <laughs> it was, it was update chamber. It was the card I have. Ah. Yeah. <laughs>